welcome to Hack the Interview. We're your hosts. I'm Adrienne. And I'm Laureen. We're sisters, recruiters, and business partners with the Atlas Group, an organization that helps to diversify the talent pool for tech teams and helps job seekers throughout the entire job search process. So there's a lot of conflicting information on this topic we're talking about today, cover letters. The big question, to have a cover letter or to not have a cover letter? That is the question. I said You're so poetic. <laughs> I feel like the internet, if you do a search, it says, yes, you need to have a cover letter. And in real life, when you talk to recruiters, they say, no, you do not need to have a cover letter. Lorraine, what do you think? We don't read them. Like, okay. So like my answer is like number one, no, but then also yes. Um, you know, and the, we don't read cover letters because the thing us recruiters, we recruiters, whatever the right way to say that is. What we care about most is your relevant experience and how that translates and matches the role I'm trying to fill. And guess where I'm finding that information? On your resume. So the only time I ever had a hiring manager penalize candidates for not submitting cover letters was a hiring manager who was very inexperienced with hiring. Yeah, so true. I don't think I've actually ever had anybody ever ask me for a cover letter for a candidate. Mm. Mm -mm. And Rini, I thank God you did some research on this. Where did cover letters even get started? Where did they come from? So I had to know this. So apparently um, this traces back to Da Vinci. He's like the first person to have submitted a cover letter 500 years ago. 500 years ago, people. 500 years ago. Um, uh, you know, there's no record of that. It's, you know, it can be traced back to him. Um, but the first record of a job ad uh, for an industrial paint chemist in the New York Times in 1956, it was a job ad and it asked for candidates to send a resume and cover letter to a physical PO box. Okay. So need I say more, you know, back in the fifties, you know, not only are you mailing your resume to a business, you could walk into a place with, you know, your paper resume and give a firm handshake to the boss and tell them you work hard and, you know, you got the job, you're going to start the next day. Um, you know, I think sometimes that recruiters are, you know, a little bit ahead of the curve here because we have to quickly make the decision on what's important about a candidate. We have to filter quickly. And we are also interacting with the market every single day and observing these nuances and shifts. So slower and older or inexperienced companies or hiring managers may still have these recruitment processes because in my humble opinion, they don't know what else to do. Resume and cover letter because that's what we've always done, you know, sort of mentality when it comes to hiring. Um, that's what you need to do to apply. That's what they had to do. Uh, so these old school mentalities, you know, just don't hurt recruitment. You know, they hurt other parts of the business. You know, this isn't unique to, you know, recruitment, old processes. But very little of them or, you know, hiring managers actually have time to sit and review 100 resumes, let alone 100 resumes and 100 cover letters, right? It's one of the reasons why they hire recruitment agencies like us to filter through and save time. So companies have old and outdated recruitment processes. And, you know, unfortunately, this is one of them. You know, recruitment teams can say, hey, this is old school. But, you know, if hiring managers are still gung-ho about it, you know, it can take time to, you know, change the thinking around that. Um, you know, a good thing is I am seeing other tests or specific questions companies are asking to get to know a candidate. Oh, send us an email with this information. Um, so that's definitely more of an updated approach. Uh, so there is some hope in this shift. 
Um, so some roles, you do have to submit a cover letter. That's why my second answer was yes, um, after my no. So you see that dreaded asterisk next to the upload a cover letter. So if you find yourself needing to do that, here's what you do. You do create a cover letter that's short to the point and easily editable, okay? So the first paragraph is your pitch that we talked about, actually our first episode, like the about me, right? You probably wanna get some information from that. Um, so you think about it that way, um, but in a very condensed way. So you're telling your story about your trajectory in no more than five sentences, okay? So I've always been interested in coding since I was five, got an internship, or I started school, or I got these roles that kept me learning, you know, the strong foundations of, you know, object-oriented programming languages, and now I'm a mid-level Java developer, I'm looking to work at a tech company, right? And you're going to change your motivation depending on the company you're applying to or, you know, whatever that is. I'm looking to work for XYZ or I'm looking to find an XYZ job and you want to connect it to uh, the job that you're applying for, okay? That's the first paragraph. And the second paragraph, which is your last paragraph, is connected to the skills, to the job description. So the job description is exciting to me because I noticed you were looking for someone to work specifically on e-commerce applications. That's exactly what I've been doing, you know, with these technologies um, and, you know, which are in your description and you go and you can list those. So again, leave it short to the point, make sure it's easily editable and customizable for that company. So spend five minutes on it. Um, this is also an area where if you have a gap, right, say that you were like raising a kid, you know, you can address it here too. Adrian, do you have any tips? Uh, I think those are all really good tips. So just uh, circle back, put it all together, be targeted, make sure that you're addressing the cover letter to the correct person and the correct employer with their name, job title. This is really important because your cover letter, just like your resume, um, can be like mass produced, right? You could just be like sending your resume out to everybody. Same thing potentially with your cover letter. So you just want to make sure that your cover letter is specific to the company that you're sending it to. I've gotten cover letters before um, where they're not addressed to the company or even the role that they're applying to. And that can kind of be a red flag that like you just kick yourself in the butt because, um, you, you know, you're applying for like a director of marketing position, um, with a company, but then you put down that, you know, you're interested in a, a role that's completely different than that role. I've seen that too. Someone, I guess, you know, this has happened a couple of times where someone uploads their res, uh, their cover letter instead of a resume. And mm -hmm. I've, I've seen that too, where it's just like a completely different company, different, different position like it's like oh are they even interested in this role because they're also applying for something different completely Where's the resume? yeah it's like a cover but, letter it's like yeah yeah so just be careful with the cover letter that like again like address the current the right company the right person the right contact the right job title and then just like Lorene said focus on your skills abilities motivations why you'd be a good fit um it's your opportunity to go beyond the resume fill in any gaps that may, that may be there and keep it short. It should not be more than two or three paragraphs. Yeah. But don't assume anyone's going to be reading it. Yeah. So when you still have those things on point, but still, yeah, you still want it on point. Yeah. And again, like when you should be submitting a cover letter, if it's required, if you literally yeah. not move on to the next stage of the application, upload your cover letter. Um, and then if the employer specifically asks for one as well. Yeah. Those are the only reasons why I see to ever have one. 
Like mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. And what I've seen is like your social media presence and presence on the internet is kind of like your 2021 cover letter um, indirectly. There's been so many times when hiring managers and even in people on in HR will go and Google a candidate's name and see what comes up. Or they'll go on to Facebook, type in your name. They'll go into Facebook is a big one, though, but they, they'll even go on Instagram, LinkedIn um, and check you out. And so you just want to make sure like, all right, if I'm in the job search, I'm sending my stuff out I'm in the interview process. Is my social media like reflective of who I want to present to this company? And if it's not, just make it private and you don't have to make it private for always, but, you know, maybe during this time or you can edit your profile to make it be who you want to show to the world. Um, and yeah, I just like do a scrape of what comes up when you do a Google search of yourself because employers can be looking. So I kind of had a very different experience than you, Adrian. I don't really have too many experiences where hiring managers were Googling people or looking at their social media. Um, but I think that you give that you give good advice, like just make it all private. If there are hiring managers that are doing it, Adrian has experiences with that. Um, then, you know, just make sure that it's private, you know, do a scrape and, and just be careful and make sure that you're covering, uh, yourself on all sides. Cool. So these are our tips on cover letters. So you do need, you don't need one, but you do need one. And hopefully we'll be, um, you know, phasing this out. Yeah. So if you like what you heard today, give us a review or a download for the episode and if there's anything that you want to hear more on or even have feedback for us, please let us know. We are on LinkedIn, Adrian Dinkelacher and Lorraine Dinkelacher. Our names will be in the show notes. Our website is theatlasgroup.co. You can find more information about who we are, what we offer, our free membership group. And you can also download a free resume template if that's helpful. Bye. Bye.